recorded live at 4ZZZ Studios Brisbane on 102.1 FM and broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Zed Games. With 10 years experience and over 500 episodes, Zed Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Message us on Facebook at ZEDGamesAU. You're listening to Zed Games, and with me in the studio, I'm Zara, and with me in the studio tonight is Caroline and Peter. That was awesome, completely flawless, so <clears throat> beautifully. Zara, yes, nailed it. Thank you. You know, this is why I brought you onto the team. Very supportive. That's what I'm looking for. Um, but you know what I'm looking forward to? Yep. The news. The news. The news. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> uh, we also got a bit of a review from you, Caroline. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, hopefully, hopefully I yes. hope so. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Okay. I'm glad we have that established. Um, and we also have a little bit of, uh, we're going to take a little bit of a trip down memory lane. Yeah, that's right. We're going to feel a little bit nostalgic. We're going to feel old. Um, yep. We're going to make ourselves yeah. feel our age. Um, God, I've been feeling old all day. Yeah, yeah. Going to uni, stu- going to uni with students that are like in their twenties, yes. and I am trying to explain, like, you know, hey, Sanka, you're dead, and they don't understand what that is or what movie it's from. Oh, I just feel so old. Look, Not, but I do. Yeah, I mean, look, I just realized that the three of us are like. Would be considered mature age students, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and we're experiencing that. But we're not here to talk about that. Nope. We're no. here to talk about video games and yes. also Beep news. Boop. And we're going to listen to Toby present the news. Yeah. I can news. just uh, get that going. News. This week in gaming news. GTA Hacker Court, Cyberpunk 2077 Rebirth, Overwatch 2 Goes Freemium, and some gaming bites. Alleged GTA Hacker Court. Last week we reported the hacking of Rockstar Game Studios and the release of over 90 videos of gameplay footage of the upcoming GTA 6. In response, London police have arrested a 17-year-old as well as a handful of other 16-21-year-olds to 21 year olds associated with the hacker collective Lapsus. The individual accused has previously been arrested and charged for similar hacks on Microsoft and NVIDIA earlier this year. It has also been revealed that he is currently under investigation by the FBI and United States Department of Justice for an attack on the rideshare company Uber. Over the weekend of the 24th, the suspect appeared in court and entered a plea of not guilty to the charge of computer misuse brought against him. However, he reportedly pled guilty to breaching the bail conditions of his previous arrest. The accused has now been reprimanded to a youth detention centre, according to the Detective Inspector Michael O'Sullivan of London's Police Cybercrime Unit. Cyberpunk 2077 Rebirth In the wake of CD Projekt Red's and Netflix's Cyberpunk Edgerunners, Cyberpunk 2077 has rocketed back into public view, and after six major patches, going through delays, forced refunds and discount hell, is it finally ready for release? According to you, the players, it is, with more reported concurrent players than The Witcher 3 at its peak. Over the last weekend, the game accumulated over 1 million total players on Steam in one day, leading to director Powell Sasko emotionally saying the following. Yeah, but it's, uh, it's good to be back, you know. It's good to be back, uh, honestly. While the game still has its flaws, players are reporting that they are finding things to love despite them. Overwatch 2 goes freemium! 
with Overwatch 2 free-to-play coming in the next week, new details regarding the free-to-play model for new versus returning players have been dropped, with new players looking forward to roughly 20 hours of gameplay to unlock the heroes and game modes that returning players will enjoy on release. In this time, they will need to win 50 quick-play matches and complete around 100 matches to unlock the 32 original Overwatch heroes. Or you could spell real money and buy the Watchpoint pack. Blizzard has also set up new security measures called Defense Matrix, named after D.Va's shield ability. This system is a set of new moderation tools with SMS Protect binding and phone number to your Battle.net account required to play, and a new AI-driven audio detection and transcription system recording problematic voice chat and features an automated review system. While this still relies on players reporting abusive speech, the system takes over from there. The system is estimated to be released within a few weeks after release. And now for some gaming bites. E3 2023 has been announced under Reed Pops management and is kicking off June 11, this time coming with dedicated business halls and days. Alright then, keep your secrets. Netflix to open their own internal game studio neighbouring Next Games, also owned by Netflix, in Helsinki, Finland. However, current estimates are that there may be a few years before they can release anything to market. Now for some game releases. Coming out Thursday 29th, Brew Your Own Trouble in Brewmaster Beer Brewing Simulator coming to PC, PlayStation, Xbox and Switch. Retro 2D Puzzle Adventure C.A.R.L comes to PC, PS4, Xbox One and Switch. Coming from Subnautica developers Unknown Worlds. Turn-based tactical strategy game Moonbreaker comes to PC. Transport Railway Sim Railgrade is coming to PC and Switch. And the action RPG Valkyrie Elysium is coming to PlayStation. On Friday 30th, FIFA 23 is coming to PC, PlayStation, Xbox and Switch. And on October 4, escape into one of the largest off-road rally experiences with Dakar Desert Rally coming to PC, PlayStation and Xbox. And Overwatch 2 is coming to PC, PlayStation, Xbox and Switch. That's all this week in gaming news. Ooh. Thank you so much for that, Toby. That's um, some good news. That was some crispy news, if I dare say. Like Crunch. Crunchy, indeed. Mm. All right, so I did remember that Overwatch 2 was coming out around this time of the year. I just forgot that it was actually happening around this time of the year. <laughs> it sort of felt like a fun little story you tell your kids when you want them to still believe in something. Yep. But no, it's actually coming out in just a few days. <laughs> yep. So oh, yeah, it, that it, sneaks up. Yeah, it definitely yeah. snuck up on me as well. I'm just like, oh, that's still months away. It's like, no, nah, it's, it's, next, it's week. next week. Yep. Um, are you excited about it, Peter? Oh, yeah. Because you've been, you've been playing like the beta, was it? Yeah, I played the beta a couple of weeks ago when it was out sort of thing. And yeah. uh, definitely still needed some work to be done. But as if you're aware of game development time, betas are usually just very many, many, many months before actual release in yeah. regards to the quality and content that's actually there. But... Yeah, what they did contain was pretty exciting. Look, yeah. Looking forward to jumping in and actually playing it with a good, decent amount of mates and hopefully yeah. meet some new ones too. No, it should be fun because like, I remember I missed out on all the initial hype when the first Overwatch came out when there was like that beta in the beginning and yep. you... Back in like, 2016. Yeah, and a lot of the heroes changed between the beta and the actual release. Like. Mm -hmm. Bastion didn't have that shield anymore, yep. which Bastion was didn't like have a shield. Yeah, that was crazy to think about that that was like a thing. But yep. I guess like yeah, so we're about to see what it's actually going to look like in just a few days. Like mm -hmm. cuz I'm I haven't played Overwatch in a few years now. I just couldn't handle it. Mm. Yep. I I got to, you know, I just I rage quit too much. I was going to say you've probably Same. got a better experience going into number 2 than those players that are still playing at the moment yeah. because the gameplay has 
the individual heroes are fairly similar. Yeah. But the gameplay has massively changed, yeah, especially so going we'll be 5v5. Yeah, so we'll starting from, like, square one. Yep. Square, square zero. I don't know. Square one again. Yep. Um, which should be interesting. Yeah. I think I think we're going to have some Overwatch nights in the future. Maybe not, Ooh, yeah. maybe not next week. Because I feel like the server is going to be absolutely overloaded. Oh yeah, it's going to get smashed. Mm. We'll let we'll let settle. You let us know how it goes. I'm pointing at Peter. Yes. Um, you let us know how it goes, <laughs> and then we'll probably like have a little maybe an Overwatch night and just yeah. be like, let's see what's going on and act like tourists and it'll be very fun. And if we win, we win. If we lose, it's fine. Oh. If we lose, I will cry. No, <laughs> no, no crying. Do they still have the old heroes? Yeah, yeah, still okay. all the original ones, and oh, they're excellent. adding two new ones for the launch Hanzo. of the game. Yeah, uh, one that was in the beta, Sojourn, very similar to Soldier Seventy Six, but with a few move. Yeah, mm. movement pretty based cool abilities. Looking. And the new one, which is a healer, which is Kiriko, uh, oh, which oh, has a little a fox, fox spirit one. one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is that the one you need to pay to get? You can pay to get her accessed early. Otherwise, okay. you level up in their free battle pass uh, level okay. things and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's definitely going to be a bit of a different model to like the first Overwatch game. Yep. But yeah, let's it's see good. what happens. The, the big thing that chaos I'm getting excited about is jumping in and seeing all the new skins that Ooh, they've got. The yeah. Overwatch two versions and the custom mythic level ones that you yeah. can customize. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's going to be a lot of and fun. Colors and things like mm-hmm. that. It'll be nice so. to have like some more expression that you can have. The skins that do come out are like are a lot of fun, quite yep. detailed. Um, sometimes have a little bit of lore behind it, or just like that's just kind of funny. Mm-hmm. But it's it's gonna be fun to just see new designs, see like how everything's been changed and what feels the same or yep. what feels completely different. Because they have changed some of the models for some of the heroes yeah. and stuff as well, just to put them in the beta, the new engine that yeah. they've got for Overwatch Two and stuff as well. Yeah, a lot of them have the similar sort of silhouettes and things, but they're base models have been updated a little bit for the time and yeah. things like that. Do you that. think we'll have a new butt gate? Um, hmm. My name is Zara and this is Zed Games and with me in the studio tonight is Caroline and Peter. And Caroline is going to Yo. tell us all about a game called Cat Maze. Cat Maze. Cat Maze. Now... I did get to see you play a little bit of Cat Maze. Oh, yes. I'm very sorry for that. No, that is all right. <laughs> it, but I'm going to pretend as if I didn't. Okay. So what is Cat Maze? What's the little story? All right. It's yep. a video game and you are, I think your name is Alana, Elena, and you're, I think, a small child. You're like 15 or so. Yes. So and quite you young. Live, you live with your mother and you seem to be some sort of witchy thing i think they're referred to as magi in the story magi yeah it's like it's based on slavic folklore the whole game Mm. yeah so a bit of like the fey folk kind of situation okay yeah you've got me interested with the hook now yeah (laughs) i was drawn to it because it's called cat maze so i was like there's gonna be cats yep there's cats there is a cat maze basically you have to rescue your mum from like the world of the dead the world of the dead. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Because she got a plague spirit and got abducted. I love the idea of a plague spirit just being like, okay, I'm the plague. Woo. Woo. Yeah. She, um, ma- she managed to hold off the plague spirit uh, for about 10 or so years because she was like, oh, yeah, the mother. Yep. Because she's like, oh, my daughter, I can't just leave her alone. She has to be strong enough. So once she feels that you're strong enough, she's like, well, time to die. (laughs) More or less. Just lets the spirit take her. And you're like, well, I don't like that. So I'm going to get her back. 
Yeah. And you go on a magical quest to find... Oh, watch me butcher this pronunciation. Cat Barn? Cat Bayan? B-A-Y-N, I think? Is this mystical cat creature who walks the unseen paths and who can tell you how to get your mum back, potentially. Okay. Mm -hmm. So a bit of like a guide. Like a trickster god, I think. All right. The kind of vibes I was getting. Like, doesn't give you a straight answer. Yeah. Well, my cat doesn't give me a straight answer. No. Yeah, they famously do not give straight answers. No, they don't. And you can't actually do damage, technically. You have little familiars who do damage for you. Okay. And by finding them, you get new attacks and abilities. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And you can switch them out through just by clicking a button. That was one of the things I had a problem with was the controls. You could cycle through potions and familiars by using one button each. But once you went past it, you had to go right back around, Uh, if that makes any sense. Yep. Which in battle is really annoying like you can go to the main menu and just assign it but i want to quickly get a health potion and then get a buff potion and then get a mana regen potion quickly in battle and i don't want to have to be flicking through yeah scrolling through the hole too fast and then bypass it again taking even longer. yes and then an enemy touches me and then i die and i i cry inside that wasn't the only frustrating thing you encountered. No. Did you want to describe the art style? It's cute. It's cute. It's like very lo-fi, retro, not much detail in it. Yeah. Unfortunately, some of the backgrounds looked like the foreground and the foreground stuff occasionally would look like the background stuff. Yeah. There wasn't a really clear different differentiation oh between like the platforms and the background so i would get lost or not figure out where to go how to get up to a certain place because i didn't realize that the thing that looked like it was blocking it was actually just the background or i thought a platform was part of the background but it wasn't it was a platform and then after a bunch of wandering around i would find it there was also some other places that i got really frustrated with the combat there was some enemies that kept like little ghosty dudes who would vanish and then appear pretty much on top of you. Mm-hmm. And I eventually figured out that you had to just spam the attack button constantly to not die. Yeah. Yep. But the amount of times that I just got deleted from the world by those. Yeah. So a few little frustrating sort of mechanics yeah. in regards to the controls and mm. enemies, you know just randomly jumping yes. on you without you yeah. being able to react or anything like I that. Do, yeah. I do I do, remember this, I think it was the first evening when you booted it up and I was all oh, excited to see you play it. Mm-hmm. And then you reached this one point that you were just really stuck on. Yes. I don't think it was a boss fight or anything either. It was just an aspect of the level and how the enemies were placed that just made it really frustrating for you to deal with. Because mm. you'll, ju- you'll just like jump down and then end up in like a little pit of hell. But there's nothing else you can do but jump down and end up in a little pit of hell. Yeah. And you had to eventually at some point just put the game down. I had to walk away. Yes. Yeah. Because I was becoming enraged. Yes. And I was getting enraged on your behalf as well. Oh, thank you. I was <laughs> solidarity. <laughs> because yeah. it just um like it's a very cute looking game 
And I, lo- I lo- love a classic story of a daughter going into the afterlife to retrieve her loved yeah. one. Like that's yeah. a that's a it's adorable. And there's that like sounds very wholesome. Yeah, little yeah. side quests where you can go and help people, and that actually contributes to the ending. Oh, oh okay. I love that. It's so cute. Yeah. It's just so the yeah. extra work you do pays off in the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, because the actual gameplay of it sounds frustrating. It was mixed. Yeah. In the end, I persevered because I'm full of spite and I wanted to beat it. Understandable. Yep. And yeah, apart from a few bits that I'm like, uh, maybe change that. I I liked it. Yeah. Oh, awesome. I'm glad to hear that. How long yeah. was the game overall? Do you think eight hours, ten okay. hours? A not a super, decent. not a super long game. No, but it definitely was, uh, yeah, that's a couple of hours. It was a tasty little yeah. morsel. Yeah. And I like, like to call those filler games because they, you know, fill up the time between mm. this big game and that big game. Yeah. You know it's that's not a, a good, that's it, a good time. It, it fills your time, but you know it's not going to be a massive time investment. Yeah. It's not mm. a 40, 50 hour game that's going to take multiple yeah. weeks or months to finish. That's not something you really want to replay. It's just yeah. a one and done. Yep. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah, you might it was go like, re- you know what? revisit it again in six or seven years after several updates. Yeah. yeah. That'll be yeah. interesting to see because it was quite early, so... But I'm really glad that you enjoyed playing it. Yeah. yeah. Did you have any um, other thoughts about it that you wanted to share with listeners? Mm, I found it really interesting, some of the mechanics, where you can... There's different like pendants you can find and equip that will boost your strength, your speed, or your defense. Yeah. And I feel like maybe if I utilized that a bit better throughout the game, I wouldn't have had maybe quite as many problems. Yeah. But it's an interesting idea. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. And like you can boost that by killing enemies and collecting these little balls from them, I guess, experience. Mm -hmm. And that boosts it further to a cap. And then, but if you get hit, you slowly lose it. And so maybe if you're having a bit of trouble and you keep getting hit, you're going to have even more trouble because your attack or your defense is going to go down even more. Yeah. Well, but Um, it was interesting. Yeah. I liked Uh, it. Cool. Where can people go to get this cat um, maze? They can get it on the Switch, which is what I played it on, or they can get it from the PlayStation Store on the PlayStation 4 and 5, and it's also on Xbox, and it's also on Steam. It's like $15, so definitely de- decent price for just a nice little chunk. Yeah. Oh, there for we go. an 8-9 hour experience 15 mm. bucks is a good That's a yeah. great value. deal. That's yeah. like a, a movie ticket and you can yeah. yeah, the movie's like what 2 hours including mm. credits. It's kind of how I budget whether a game's worthwhile or not. 10 bucks for at least, you know, a good decent 2 hour experience or mm. more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it has little cats in it. Uh, yeah. You can't go wrong with cats. No. One of the magic attacks is you summon basically a wall attack. Wall of cats. A wall of cats. A wall of cats that attacks everything on screen, pretty uh, much. And. Cat Snarmy. A cat Snarmy, <laughs> yeah. So you're listening to Zed Games, is that it? You're listening to Zed Games. You're listening to Zed Games. Hello, you're listening to Zed Games. 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 Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. We're going to take a little bit of a trip down memory lane and we're going to be talking about, well, I guess things that just sort of tug at our heartstrings that just sort of makes us feel a little bit like a like a kid coming home from school and you get to have that one hour video game time only if you finish all your chores. And for (laughs) me, (laughs) (laughs) wait, how did you get around that? Okay. My mother charged us $10 an hour to use our console system. 
okay. uh, of choice. Uh, I ended up getting my own and undercutting her price. <laughs> what? Well, well, well. <laughs> so you paid, you made your siblings pay mm-hmm. to use your console. Yep. Oh, oh that is dang. I wish I thought of that. Yep. Dang. Yeah. Uh, that's... She then tried to charge me the power usage. I asked her to itemize the power bill so I could pay it. She gave up after that, figuring I'd, you know, I'd pretty do all well, even with these video game things. Did your parents <laughs> ever suggest to you that you should consider being a lawyer? No. Uh, my mother once did say that I'd make an excellent assassin. Hmm. I wanted to be <laughs> an assassin when I was in high school. That is definitely a weird thing to come from my mother. Well, look. It's, <laughs> I mean, my mother's never said that I could be an assassin. Yep. Well, neither no, has my mother. Apparently I'd just be but... really good at it because I can disassociate from certain things and whatnot. But, uh, well, yeah. all right, we're staring back to video games. <laughs> yes. And for me, the, the <clears throat> game that has like the most amount of nostalgia for me is Spyro. Yep. But not necessarily the very first Spyro game. Mm-hmm. The very first Spyro game, I, I love very fondly with all my heart. Love, love my little purple boy. He's so cute and mm-hmm. perfect. However, the game that I have the most amount of proper nostalgia that brings on memories of like just sort of easier times is Spyro A Hero's Tale, mm-hmm. which was like the sort of weird little reboot thing that they did that wasn't done by Insomniac with the mm-hmm. original creators. It wasn't done. It was done by some of the team. I forget who they were. I don't really care, actually. But at the time, I had a PS2, but I did not actually have a memory card for the PS2. Mm-hmm. And I lived in a country where things like that were actually really hard to come by. Mm. But I did have this Spyro game. So I was only allowed to play video games about an hour a day. Um, my mom was quite strict about that. She yep. would let me play it before I did homework though um, which I can see was a very thanks mom really appreciate that but obviously you know it sucks to like restart a game over and over and over yep so mm. uh, two things happened I became really good at speed running because I didn't quite figure out that there was a way to like sort of hold my game until about a week later and so what happened is that I would restart the game every single day and I was just like I need to reach this point next time, I need to reach this point. I just began to find the most efficient routes, the mo- most efficient. I just got really into speed running by accident to the point where I could get through the entire first act within an hour. Mm-hmm. And eventually I sort of get to the second act, which is when Spyro goes to the, the seashore kind of area. But, you know, that wasn't doing it. So I figured out that if I didn't turn off the PlayStation, it would keep running yep. and I could unplug it from the... TV itself and it'll be still be fine, um, mm-hmm. which was important because my family wanted to watch DVDs. So we could like switch over the DVD player and the PS2. Of course, though, the PS2 would get really, really hot. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I grabbed one of the pedestal fans and I directed it at the PS2. And that was enough to keep things somewhat stable. But I knew I had to try and play it as quickly as possible through the entire game because that was a little bit of a precarious situation. Anything could go wrong. I could lose hours of progress. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I do remember like my sisters and also some of the neighbors' kids gathering around me on the couch, like as I'm going through like the final bo- battle with Red, 
the robot dragon um and it was just like fully fully just cheering it was great oh i felt so i was just like this is the best thing that's ever happened this is awesome that's awesome yeah so that's like probably like i guess my one of my fondest memories because i had an obstacle i found solutions i stayed within my mother's rules and i kind of seemed like a little bit of a hero to the kids in the neighborhood you had a whole hype squad i had a whole hype squad that's awesome it was great so how about you two do you have a game that's like you just made you feel like yeah this is what gaming's about this is what it means to have fun playing this wacky medium i've definitely got a story similar to yours in regards to leaving a console on back yeah. on the playstation one Ooh. didn't have a memory card star wars the phantom menace game finished that over the course of three weeks uh, while using it and whatnot as well but left it on the entire time because it didn't have a memory card yeah um, that that was a lengthy game to try and get through as a kid so yeah that's a bit it's uh, it's uh no spyro but <laughs> no, no in regards to another game though um it's more of a mini game, actually, within another game. Yeah. Uh, Time Splitters 2, back on the PlayStation 2. Don't know if you heard Time of it. Time Splitters? It's one of the original mm. hero shooters to an extent where you get to choose a character sort of thing and they might have slight different variations and things. Okay. But, it's not ringing a bell, but no. yeah. But the part that I remember it very, very fondly for was you could collect mini cartridges throughout the game and these cartridges would have little mini games on them, one of which was Snake or a version of Snake in the game. The game itself could be played with up to four people on the one console running around shooting each other and whatnot, but yeah. turns out these mini-games could also potentially be played with up to four people. Ah. So there we are, me at boarding school with the PlayStation and TV in my room. Uh, on the weekend, everyone's bored and whatnot out of their You're mind. You're the most popular kid. Yep. Yeah, managed to get a few people in the room and we're just sitting around playing it or whatnot. Eventually, my whole entire year cohort is in my room, sitting around and waiting for a turn to play this four-player co-op <laughs> versus snake game. Um, and I have a very specific memory with that one because we had a Korean student uh, there as well, and he was always, no, I study. And that was his response to almost everything. Great guy, but just that was... Very he, diligent student. Very diligent Hardcore. student, never really got to socialize with everybody because he was always studying. I remember specifically sitting down with him for about an hour and a half playing this game and I remember seeing him laugh for the first time. Just because we were having so much fun as a big group of people playing Mm. this stupid little mini game inside of another game, running around as snakes trying to grab little dots and bite each other's tails and whatnot. It was That is so so sweet. I I love that. I love the moments where it's just it just brings people together. Yep. It's just a f- really fun time, and it might be the, it's just snake. Yep. It's just four play snake, but that's sometimes all people really yep. need. That's right. I'm waiting for Snake Battle Royale now, where it's yeah. like 100 players on one map. Oh, it is going to be insane. <laughs> I mean, they've done it with Tetris. I mean, look, just <laughs> play Tetris. Could yeah. you imagine Tetris 99? Have oh, you ever seen gameplay of that? N- no. Yeah. Um. Wait. I thought we were joking. No, no it's a thing. Tetris oh, 100 people a... play Tetris, and when you clear rows, you can, like, obstruct yep. the people in the lead. That sounds infuriating. I'm yes. going to check it out. Yep. Caroline, did you have a game that you wanted to? Uh, there was a bunch of games. It's not really... I don't really have memories particularly associated with games. It's more when me and my sister were young enough to, like, both be interested in gaming. Yeah. She was... She has moved on from the gaming lifestyle, mm-hmm. so we say. And yeah, just both of us hanging out in the lounge room, playing games, just watching cutscenes. 
having fun and then yeah one of us being like it's my turn now (laughs) and i'm like i can't save no it's my turn mom tell her it's my turn and then yeah yeah. Pretty sure that conversation still goes on today with kids. Yeah. I mean, look, it's going to be the eternal struggle that all siblings will face um, yep. and their parents will have to deal with. Yep. I think, yeah, Kingdom Hearts was one of the early ones that we played. I feel like if we start going on about Kingdom Hearts, <laughs> we're going to like yeah. spiral again. Yep. So, cool. yep. and it's actually time for us to say goodbye. I know. Goodbye. That went so quickly. It really does. But real quick, I did Ooh. just want to say that next week, Saturday, if you're in the Brisbane area, we are be going to um, Unplugged, which is an event that features tabletop RPGs, board games, everything that isn't digital gaming, basically. And so if you see us around there, We'll be posting a link to it on our Facebook at zedgames.au. Mm-hmm. And you'll be hearing more about it next week. Yep. Yeah, so that's that's pretty much it. So exciting. Yeah. It is. Leaving uh, the house. Leaving the house. Thanks for listening to Zed Games. If you'd like to listen to more, check out our podcast on Spotify. Or follow us on social media at zedgamesau. See, See you next time. time.